0: Welcome to the Metro Church podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Hey
1: everyone, Pastor Jeff Woodward here from Metro Church. What a joy it is we're in 2024 and how exciting all that is, everything that God is laying out before us. We pray that 2024 for you is going to be a great year, not just in terms of what happens for you and comes to you, But in terms of just your life with God, I pray that this will be a year where you grow. And that's why I always love this particular segment that we call My Story. I find it's much more than simply interviewing somebody from out of the life of Metro Church and discovering things you didn't know about them. I find that there's an inspirational part of that where you know, I get to hear something that God is doing in someone else's life. And that always encourages me to go forward with, my own life, and to see God move. So uh, lean in, and I pray that this will be a blessing to you. At the end of this, my guest is going to be praying for those of you who may be in a similar situation. I'll talk to you about how to begin a life with Christ if you don't know how, and then let you know some of the exciting things that are coming up here at Metro. But uh, today, my story, my guest is somebody that I'm pretty sure... Almost all of you will recognize, uh, at least you've seen her up on the stage so often, it's none other than the wonderful Leanne <laughs> Lawrence. Hi, Leanne, how are you?
0: I'm very well, That's thank you. good, great to have
1: you. Thank you for offering to share your story with everyone here. Um, you know, a lot of people will know Leanne, see you up there in the Keys, and some of you, I guess, would know that Leanne leads the Creative Arts team here at Metro, which is not just the people on the platform. It's a lot more than that. There's a, a great spiritual impact, obviously, that comes out of praise and worship. And we've been so blessed almost since the beginning of this church that God has graced us with phenomenal people who, more than talent, have got a great heart and want to share. So thank you for saying yes okay. uh, back there in the day and for everything that you do now. Now... I'm going to say this because I know you won't. Dr. Reverend Michael Battersby told me once that you were one of the premier piano (laughs) teachers in the entire city of Perth. And he didn't say it tongue-in-cheek. He said to me, Leanne is one of the best there is. So I'm introducing you like that. You can argue with them (laughs) later on. But I know that uh, your. if we start with your spiritual journey. Were you always a spiritual kind of person, do you think? Was that always a part of your world?
0: Yes, but not spirit-filled, the way we are, or the way I am now, the way we are here at at Metro. So I grew up Sunday school. Oh, did you? Yeah, going to Sunday school. And then I went to youth group as a teenager. Did you? Yeah, and I went to church for a little while, but it was very stand-up, sing a hymn, sit-down. Okay, right. Um. I don't know. I found that a lot of the Christians that I met were extremely judgmental, actually. So it never really... And then I briefly went... um, uh, uh, One of the people where I worked, he went to a church in the 80s. And it was very much like Metro Church would have been then. Um, But yeah, I I have no idea why I just drifted away from it. I really don't know.
1: I always love the fact that God is looking for us. You know, Mm -hmm. we often hear people say, I found God. And I go, well, I'm not sure you found God. I'm pretty sure he found you, Yeah. not to split hairs too much. But, you know, he loves us so much that he organizes a lot of stuff in our life. And you started playing tennis with a group of other women. Yep. Uh, The name of your group was?
0: The Tennis Tarts. Named by one of the husbands.
1: Oh really, is that what it yeah. was. So that's a weekly tennis group, is that the yes, thing? Yes, yeah, yeah. So we so, play
0: each week and we get together for other things as well. Do you still do that by the way? Yes, yeah. yeah Are you still, still playing them. tennis? Yeah, yeah, still playing. And
1: one of the people in your group was Lynette Gomm. Yep. Now Lynette is so well known here at Metro, larger than life. I remember interviewing her and Peter Gomm in one of the previous My Stories and she was talking somewhat about her life and her upbringing and what it was like. But she's a member of the Tennis Tarts, is that right? And so tell us what happens next. She invites you to church or something? Well, no,
0: like? she didn't. I attended Lynette and Pete's wedding, ah, which was which part of the, the um. We the actually service. did that in a
1: service, yeah. Right. But
0: that was only um, months after my first husband had died. So I wasn't yeah. in a great place. So I didn't really think anything wow. of Metro Church. It was just, I went to their wedding and then yeah, went yeah. to their reception and that was it. But then it was, however long later, that it was actually Peter's suggestion. Oh,
1: wow. They
0: were flying um, James Morrison over for Ah, your birthday. Oh, really? And he said to Lynette, why why don't you ask Leanne if she wants to come along? She'd love to hear James Morrison play. So I did come along. Wow. And then I think it was the following week or two weeks later you had what, Ended up being the very last, I think, Cappuccino Cafe, uh-huh. or it might have been the second last, but anyway. anyway and so, and I thought it was fabulous. Oh, is
1: that right? <laughs> yeah. So, what was your first Sorry. reaction to you coming to Metro Church? Because I, I do get asked this question a lot. People say to me, "What's your church like?" And depending on where I think they've come from, is how I try to explain to them. Because mm. if you've come from a very strict or rigid kind of a church format like you were used to you kind of go well, it's not really like that but no. when you first came you weren't exactly going well
0: this is it this is the best thing on the planet there was the music was yeah right yeah i was like oh my goodness this this music is amazing yeah, well. and lynette, said, <laughs> lynette i said to lynette um w- will it does it matter if i'm coming just for the music <laughs> <laughs> and and she said what, you mean you'll leave before the message? I said, oh, no, no, no. But does it does it matter if that's the reason I'm coming? But, yeah, of wow. course, very soon after that, it wasn't. I felt, yeah. I left a service one Sunday morning and just felt so convicted by God that I needed to make this my church home and that I needed to properly, properly be following Jesus. Yeah. And so I went home and... I cried for about two hours Wow. and i actually phoned Lynette and said I, I, I don't know what's wrong with me and she said that's him getting everything out ready yeah, and wow. so I said well I have to come back to church this evening because back then yeah. we had two services every Sunday and she said oh I, you know I'm sure he's happy to wait until next Sunday and I said no it has to be today <laughs> um, and yeah that that day when I that evening when I put my hand up after the altar call had finished um, Lynette was sitting on one side of me, and I looked on the other side of me, and the lady was crying, and I said to her, Oh, are you okay? And she said, Oh my goodness, I just felt such a strong presence of wow. God a moment wow. ago. And Lynette said, Oh, because Leanne put her hand up. Oh, that wow. was back in the days where we used to put our hand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I felt like I, I felt like my feet didn't touch the ground for a week. Wow. I just felt like I was walking on air. That's the wow. best way I can describe it. And so I knew then that I was finally spirit filled.
1: Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you about this because um, not everything that you see in church will everyone just go that's my that's my thing that's my cup of tea because mm. I know that some of the preaching in the beginning was you were a bit like oh it's too you know a bit too in your face or something. It was
0: more um, from what I'd remembered from their wedding oh okay it was i think it was just so so different to what i was used to for church and yeah, i I said to lynette oh it's you know it's it's very american
1: (laughs) apologies to all the americans out there but
0: yes but you know but they do like to even the you know even the 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 talk shows and that you know the audience get very involved and yes and um well, and so I from just a, felt it was a bit too much for me yeah, at that time. Yeah. But like I said, I wasn't in a great place, and I think that had more to do with it. So every now and again, we still sort of, we joke a little bit.
1: I still, I find it interesting, though, because in this church, we have people from just about every kind of background you can imagine. You know, all mm. kinds of church backgrounds and none.
0: And nationalities. And you do
1: recognise that for some people, there's going to be an adjustment period. And... And I want to say that because for some people, they might come the first time and go, oh, I don't know, you know. But if they'll keep on going, the heart of it is why we come.
0: Yes, and and I noticed that right from my very first visit. You know, I mean, look, I'm sure we've got people in our church that aren't overly friendly or are. Judgmental. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know, but, either, but, yeah. but I have—I haven't encountered that. Yeah, right. I, it was just everyone was just so welcoming and friendly, yeah, right. and nobody seemed to be so caught up on where you were in your journey. They were just yeah, right. welcoming. That's great, and I right. still find that. Yeah, I did too. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. When when my mum has come. To church a couple of times because as you know she's in Mandra and when she's come up and stayed with me and come to church I'm normally on the platform mm. so she's sitting on her own and she always tells me afterwards she said multiple people came up How are well, you here well. on your own and you know did you want to sit with us did you want to come down here great? yeah so so yeah. it's obviously something that we're good at
1: yeah well I think someone said to me the other day we had a quite prominent person in the political world come to visit our church for a certain reason. And uh, they said, you know, your church here has got a great reputation. I didn't know that ever really heard of us. But they said, your church has a reputation for reaching out, not being inward looking, but wanting to reach out. And I thought from the person who it was, I thought, wow, okay, that's a a big uh, tick of thank God. But I think that, again, comes out of the heart of going, if you love God, you have to love people. Yes. Because people are what God is all about. You know, Jesus, it says, he died for the whole world. He's not talking about the earth. He's talking about the people of it. You know, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, it says in Psalms. And so I love the fact, and I remind myself often, no matter who the people are or what they're like, that God loves that person. He's got a great plan for their life. And our job is to help them in whatever way we can along that journey. Mm of discovering that for their life. Speaking of which, here's Leanne Lawrenson, one of Pert's premier piano <laughs> teachers. Well, that's what Dr. Re- uh, Reverend Mock about I need to have, have a conversation know. with him. He's, he's <laughs> the big cheese in the music world. So he says that about you, but you turn up to church and you go, wow, this praise and worship, this creative team is incredible. Did you go, I can hardly wait to get up there and be a part of this? You know, I could do that.
0: The opposite of that. Really? The complete opposite.
1: You've told me that before, but I still find that the complete opposite. We all tend to think that the non-talented ones, like myself, in that regard, would be going, "Look, I wouldn't even. I'm not even going there." And there you are with all your skilled talent experience. Yeah, I just.
0: I never felt I was talented, and I'd never played in an ensemble or a band situation before. You know, I'd only ever played solo performances and oh. performing was very stressful for me really yeah and so Lynette really tried to encourage me and I said Lynette look I, I don't want to upset you but it's not ever going to happen like <laughs> ever
1: so tell me about the journey from it's not yeah, ever it's going to happen, happen to now not only are you did you become a leader of the team Knowing what you're up there you become a leader of the team now you're leading the entire team now you're on staff part-time. I know. I just, I go, just thank
0: goodness God who? didn't show me that from the beginning <laughs> or I would never have stayed because I would not have believed that I could do it. Is that right?
1: Yes. And I thought that... Oh, pardon me again, but I think most people that know you, you're very outgoing. If there's, if someone's going to get up and dance at a party, it'll be the end.
0: Oh, well, dancing's fine because, yeah. I, you, have you can't never, make a mistake. Ever,
1: <laughs> nobody that knows you would think there's a shy bone in your entire body.
0: Yes, but of course, it's not about shyness and outgoingness. It's about the confidence in what you want to do. Well, we'd all
1: think you'd have that.
0: Being worried about what people would think. In fact, being a music teacher, you know, I used to think, gosh, if I make a mistake, I think, oh my goodness, she's a music teacher. She mustn't be a very good (laughs) teacher. She can't even play. But um, so I felt, I did feel God prompting me. and
1: What does that feel like, by the way?
0: I don't know. I just felt like... I can't even describe it, but I I remember answering him, and saying I'm I'm not doing it. Don't ask me to go up there. I'll be a host. I'll do any other role because I I think it was because I knew I wanted to serve. Yeah. Right. I, I, it's not in my nature to just rock up every week. I understand that for some people that's what they want to do, mm. but it's not. Mm. I I need to be involved, mm. and I I just categorically said I'm I'm not doing it, and mm. don't ask me again.
1: I think about it this way. I think of it as this is my best language for it. It's like yes, yeah, it's, it's a nudge.
0: Yes. You can sort of feel it. It's not a voice. But then the so nudge much. got a little bit stronger. Yeah, right. And so the next week, whoever was preaching spoke about getting out of your comfort zone and being wow. brave. And I actually sat in the service and I said to God, I'm not listening. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then the following week, the message was the same. Oh, it was uh, like, um, you know, just you know, step out in faith and I might have been about, you know, yeah. getting out of the boat. I, I don't even recall, but and I just said I'm not doing it. I'll be <laughs> I'll sign up for host or something. I'll I'll think during the week about what yeah, I right. want to
1: do. Can I offer and, you this instead?
0: Yeah. And then on, and then on the third time when same sort of thing and, and I could feel God saying, you know, they're talking to you. You yeah, know right. that. Yeah, right. And I said, okay, I will do it. Right. I will join the music team. I'll go up there and you'll see that I can't do it. <laughs> so hopefully not everyone argues quite so emphatically. Oh, I think but
1: I think he's yes. used to recalcitrant children. I really yeah. do. I think the reluctant ones, you go to like guys like Moses who goes, God, you can't pick me. I'm never going to be able to do that. Yeah. And God goes, you're it. And then he st- he keeps on arguing, and you just go, "Wow, okay." That's... Yeah, and I just Peter said to Jesus, "Depart from me, I'm a sinful man." You know, like you don't want me in the team, and yet he's the guy who ends up standing up in public representing Jesus. Uh, I think it's pretty cool, really.
0: Yeah, hmm. and so, yeah, so I ended up uh, I joined the team, uh, but it was really reluctantly.
1: So Leanne goes from "I'm never ever going to do that." She joins the team serves faithfully in the team a little bit later the opportunity arises for you to co-lead the team was that uh something you go i'm now used to being well i wasn't
0: even going to be in i was just going to be a like a normal (laughs) team member and then um the lady who was the admin assistant left Uh, and it was when tim and beck bain were running the team and so i said to them look I can't. Big shout out,
1: Tim. Just turned forty a couple of weeks ago. Well done, Tim.
0: I said I can't, I I can't do it permanently, but it was November, and I said, look, in a few weeks I'll be finished at school for the holidays, so I'll do the admin if you like for December and January until you find someone else. Yeah. And then at the end of January, I said to Tim, you you haven't mentioned that you have found anyone else, and he said, no, we're not going to look for anyone else because we want you to do it permanently and so that's when i came on staff Uh so that wasn't really it was a little bit reluctantly just more from a time factor but you know somehow god just makes a way
1: i remember I, i can't remember the exact reason we were doing it but there was a bunch of us in the boardroom i think we were folding flyers or putting them in envelopes i'm not sure what and you'd been on staff for about six months by that time and i remember asking you what was the thing that most surprised you? Mm. Do you remember this?
0: Yes, I do. I, I remember exactly what you asked and I yeah. remember my reply.
1: And I said, what's the thing most surprised you since you've been on staff? And you said...
0: "That Just the amount of planning and work that happens behind the scenes for a service yeah. to be put on. Because when you're sitting in the congregation, you think, well... They've got it all. It is, they've right. got it all together. Yes, of course we have little, little things that happen sometimes, yeah. and little things that happen in the music. But pretty much, you'd sit there thinking, "Well, I, I'd be capable of doing it, but they don't need me." Yeah, well, you know, they've, they've got plenty of people yeah. because it always looks like we have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it it really anything done really
1: well me. looks easy.
0: Yes. Yeah. And the, and just the number of people behind the scenes that have thought mm. about that one service as it leads up to it.
1: I think um, that still a, surprises
0: me, actually. Yeah,
1: I think it's an important point, though, because, you know, everything organic requires organisation if it's ever going to increase. You know, if you think just about uh, the human body, the level of organisation or structure that we need to be able to function as humans uh, is incredibly important. Your skeletal system, your neurological system, your endocrine system, all the systems there are, are all there and every little bit matters. And, you know, in this month, because we are talking now in February 2024, and this whole month we're celebrating the wonderful volunteers in our church who do so many things every day of the week, somebody serving somewhere. Um, And I think that that kind of gets lost when if you rock up on a Sunday and you see excellence and talent and gift and heart, and you don't always understand that there's a whole lot of people who are contributing all the way along, Mm. the tech people that most people don't even know are there unless something goes wrong, the Mm. broadcast team, there's a whole lot of stuff so that that one person who's either in the building or online can have that moment of encounter with Jesus. and all of that stuff helped make that happen.
0: That's right, rather than be a distraction because yeah, it's all totally. falling apart. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So you know, we've got a great creative arts team. I know we always need more, by the way. So uh, oh, yes. you know, it's like I don't think we've ever got to the stage where in the life of this church we've ever said up oh, too many volunteers, just turn the
0: cap <laughs> off. Certainly we're done. Certainly not, no.
1: But I know that for some people and I've heard this phrase a number of times in my life where people act like, Well, you know, they'll say, you know, faith is a leap into the dark or, you know, God chucks you in the deep end and I go, Well, I thank God he doesn't, you know. Yes. My experience is he doesn't I think he
0: well and truly just takes you on this little journey and just gently sort of like I said, if if I'd been shown, you know, there's a reason why we don't have crystal balls. <laughs> yeah. If I'd been shown what I'm doing now, I, I don't, I honestly don't think I would have believed it for yeah, a start, right, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I think I might have just quietly left the building and not well, come back.
1: There's a verse in Isaiah 40, verse 11, where it says that the the good shepherd, the it's referring to Jesus, of course, says that he carries us and He leads us gently. And I think for me, I love the mercy of God. I love the fact that God doesn't stand over me with a finger demanding that I perform, that I ought to be better. Now, I do that to myself sometimes mm. and have done, and yet I've never heard that, that angry voice of God toward my life. I find that He gently leads me and helps me to step out, even to the places like you've been talking about, where you go. I don't think I'm ready, I don't think I'm adequate, I don't think I'm good enough, and God goes, come on now, and he nudges you, and you step into that space, and he doesn't tell you, oh, listen, a couple of years from now, I'm going to put you into that. Um, No,
0: and I think, too, without, or certainly for myself, without the nudge of the Holy Spirit saying, you know, this this is your next thing, Mm. um, I wouldn't have... There's no way I would have said to you, look, you know, I think I'd really like to come on staff now. I just, I just wouldn't have done that.
1: So for you, Leanne, a whole lot of your life and ministry now is not about music per se. It started out as being Mm -hmm. about music. Now it's about leadership. Yeah. So now you're leading the team. You are responsible for raising people up and helping them to grow in and you've been amazing at it. I think I said to you last year, you know, your leadership capacity has grown so much. It's remarkable from somebody who was always content to go, no, 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 someone else can do that Mm. to now wisely guiding. You know, you're a bit of a a mother hen kind of a... (laughs) You know, and I say that in the nicest way. You, You kind of you don't push people too hard. You're letting them have the space to grow into what they can be, but you often see their potential before they see it.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm sometimes, sometimes God is using me as yeah. the prompting to say, you know, yeah. I think you could do this. Where again, um, particularly with the quieter members right. of the team who who wouldn't say, look, I think I, I think I could do that now.
1: Yeah, well. But
0: once you ask them. Um, quite often they're actually delighted because yeah. you've shown the faith yeah. that they can do it wow. and sometimes that's, that's all it takes. Well, that's good leadership. So, well done. Um, but I think it's more about, with for me, the leadership is because I genuinely care. Mm. I genuinely care about how many rosters someone wants to do. You know, mm. um, we, we joke around a lot in the team, especially, you know, we, we train up. The, the new Australians into the Australian humour, <laughs> where if we're still being really nice to you and not insulting you, you're not yet quite part of the team. So, you know, we joke around, but the bottom line is no one is ever made to feel guilty about yeah, right. how many rosters they can do, how few rosters sure. they can do. You know, it's just, that's, that's, that's not going to Well,
1: particularly in people. our world here, we have so many people who travel for their work, yes. FIFO, whatever, or who work shifts. I know some of the people in the creative team who can't even be here every Sunday, even if they wanted to be? Yes. Um, yeah. And so we honour that, and honour. And the thing is also,
0: it's it's not even it's not even important for me to understand why, mm. because if that's their reality, then that is their yeah, reality. Right. It's not up to me to go. Well, I think you could probably do more. Yeah, well, I know right. how much you work, or I know how mm. busy you are, and I think you could. That. That's again, it's not. Well, again,
1: you know, it says in John ten that the good shepherd leads the sheep and he knows mm-hmm. them by name. And that says an awful lot about what church leadership or Christian leadership ought to be like, that we know the people that we're leading. Mm-hmm. They're not a number, you're not a talent, you're not a gift, you're not a, a person to fill a spot and do a job, but neither are you somebody that we drive, but we're gonna lead. Yeah. And so in this church, we never ask people to do what we don't do, whether that's in the area of our giving, uh, financially, whether that's in the area of our time or our, you know, how we serve, we always want to be people that are showing an example of this is how we lead. Yeah. So, but let me come back to another thing because, at one of our staff meetings recently, you shared a scripture, First Corinthians sixteen nine, which I think from memory, says you know that God has set before us an open door, but there are many adversaries. So just talk me through for a minute what that scripture says to you personally.
0: Well, I've been very fortunate. I know um, it's very different for a lot of people here in Australia and, of course, particularly in other areas of the world where there is a lot of adversaries. But really, my only adversary is me, (laughs) 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 is is inside my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so each each time I've been asked to step up, it's been me who thinks, mm, really? What if they find out I don't really know what I'm doing? <laughs> but, and again, for me personally, I realise this isn't everyone's yeah. um, experience, but I, I, a lot of the time I hear people say, oh, I, ha- I haven't felt or I haven't heard God asking me to do a particular thing. But for me, I feel that, for instance, when you asked me to lead the team on my own, yeah. I I did a little bit of a, a minor panic, but to me that is God speaking, no. because he's he's uh, you know you've obviously prayed about it when you need need somebody, and so I don't always feel like it for myself that it needs to be, or oh, I can feel this nudge from God. I feel if somebody in church, particularly if somebody in leadership is saying we need somebody to do this. If I'm available, I feel that is God oh. saying to me, oh. you can do this. What
1: do you think then, if we could bring out Leanne at the beginning and put Leanne at the beginning on the couch and here's the Leanne in 2024, what would you say is the difference between those two people? Um. Spiritually, I mean.
0: Yeah, I've, I've just got the faith and the trust that God knows what he's doing. Yeah, well. Whereas when he first asked me, I thought he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's like he's confusing me with mistaken. someone else or <laughs> or something. Yes, and um, and of course you know in the beginning when I was playing, I would compare myself to Michael Battersby. When Michael would you know you'd say, oh I'm thinking of this song, and Michael yeah, could get up yeah, and just right. do it, and I fell into that old trap of oh I, I wouldn't be able to do what he can do, you know. And yeah, it right. wasn't until I sort of got a little bit more used to it that i realized that we all just need to be who we are who we are yeah, well. and you know we all know it's your the yes. minute you start comparing it.
1: it is your yes and i'm glad you said it like you just said it there you know that the difference really is the faith and trust yes because trust seems to me that you know i personally i haven't often felt faith as this Yes, I can do it. I'm going to be amazing. And look out, here I come. No. You know, where's the phone booth where I change it my Superman outfit? <laughs> it's mostly been, okay, God, I trust you. Mm. you know, Psalm 37, verse 3 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. And I find a lot of people trust, but they don't get to the second half of the verse, which is the do good bit. In other words, don't just say, I trust God. Find some way to actively be involved, find some way to let that trust have an expression in your life, and for you- That's right,
0: to show that you trust. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: for that, you was like, it's almost like, okay God, I don't think I can, but if you do, I'm gonna trust, and I'll do good. So you sign up for the team, and you get that under your belt, and you go, okay, I can do this, and then becomes leadership, becomes staff, it becomes leading the whole team, and I think I love your journey. I genuinely I know I do.
0: I, I love it. <laughs> I
1: love it. Well I love it because I think it's it's the journey of most people I know.
0: I know. Never let God know that you're comfortable.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It feels like every time I've said to him, Okay Yeah, okay, you were right. I could do it and I feel like I know what I'm doing. Yeah, but the next next week, it's a step up. And I think, no, 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 I didn't mean it.
1: I I think most of us that I know of at some point or other feel inadequate. We feel I'm either not good enough, I don't know enough, I'm not ready. You know, come back in a while, Jesus, I'll be ready then. Uh, And yet, if we're going to see God do work not only in our life and for our life, but use us for other people, mm. then stepping out and trust is just like, I don't know any other pathway. I no, think that's
0: and it. if we're going to continue to grow and improve ourselves, then mm. at some point we have to yeah. be doing different things than what we have been doing.
1: I also know, though, too, and the human part of us that, that fear or worry or anxiety, you know, what are people going to think? What if they discover I'm really not as good as they thought I was? Mm. That's very, very real. It's not,
0: Oh yes. it's not a,
1: you know, it's not a piece of dust you just flick off your...
0: No, you no. Know, and somewhere. I think that was one of my biggest fears. It isn't right. now. Mm. You know, now I can go, okay, yeah, well. you know, I messed something up or I forgot something or mm. what you know it's it's not really a big deal anymore yes you still i still get embarrassed about it and think you know but again you know we all make mistakes and it's you know up on the platform we all make mistakes it's just lucky that we all take turns at it so everyone else covers the mistakes but you know i make just as many As everybody else, you Um, know, I don't get up there thinking, well, you know, I know what I'm doing and I've got it all sorted, and I just have to drag the rest of you along with me. That's Uh, and 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 there's no one in our team who feels like that. They all just have.
1: I heard Mitch say once, and Mitch is over here behind the camera. I remember him talking about a mistake that had happened in the service with one of the tech team, and I'll never forget. He said, "So we talked about it, but it's not about blame." that's not how we live. Mm. And I thought what a great, wonderful thing that he picked that up and that it was that clear that we're not here about going, that was your fault and calling you out on it. It's about going, but how can we learn? What can we do so that we don't have that happen again? I thought
0: it was pretty Mm. good. And And I, when we have a new team member who's going to be on the platform, I say to them, What you need to keep always in your mind is that the mistakes matter, but the mistakes don't matter. You have to have that balance Mm. because if you think, oh, the mistakes matter, you get uptight and you're not going to be able to lead the people into worship because Mm. you're so worried about making one little mistake. Yeah but if you come with it well it doesn't mistakes don't matter it doesn't matter you know i can just play however so you've got to get the balance just right right so that you care and you do the preparation um but if it still goes wrong it goes wrong
1: i know so many people though whether it's kids church you know i won't know enough what if the what if a child asks me a question i don't know the answer to it and i think that i don't want to make it into the biggest thing in the world i just think it stops a lot of people stepping out into what god has for them um you know maybe they're still at the point where they're arguing with god and they feel the nudge of the holy spirit but go well yeah but you know that's not where i'm going to go so i'd love it if right now you could pray because i reckon there's a lot of lians out there <laughs> possibly are, are there? yeah i do i think there's a lot of lians going yeah i've got this skill I know I'm capable of something, but I don't want to do it there. I don't want to do it then. Um, Can I do it somewhere where I think I'll be safe? And I think God wants to lead every single one of us out of our comfort zone, as you put it. But in the place where I think on the other side of that, there is amazing fulfillment. Every day of my life, I feel immensely privileged, 100%. I I just go, what a joy that I get to do what I do. I never would have known that if there hadn't been a yes back when I was a very young man to the very first thing and I said yes all right I'll do that and you know I haven't always done it well or right or the best but you grow Mm. and that's what's there and so I see you now in the role you're in and go you never would have got there if there hadn't been that initial all right god All right, then. Mm. If that's what you want, all
0: right. (laughs) Okay, I'll go. I'll show you. And, of course, who knows what's in the future as well. Who knows, yeah. Yeah. Who knows, yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. So if you would, how about you just pray with people there? And if you're one of those people, by the way, who right now goes, oh, you know, Jeff, I'd like to, but I'm scared. Why don't you lean in, let Leanne pray with you, and then I'll come back and chat to you about walking with Jesus. Thanks, Leanne.
0: Father, I just lift up to you any anyone who will be listening to this this message, this story, and who feels that same that same tug, but at the same time that same sense of trepidation, fear, what, whatever it is that is stopping someone. Lord, I just ask that you just help them to understand that it's okay, it's okay to argue with you. It's maybe not as strenuously as i did necessarily but but may but just help them to understand that that you're such a patient god and that that you will wait for their yes and that you will just keep gently nudging them in the right direction lord if someone feels that there's a part of serving not necessarily in this church it could be something completely external from church that they feel prompted to do but there's just something, they they don't even know what it is, but there's something holding them back. Lord, I just ask that you encourage them to mm. take the first step. Mm. And if we can, as a church, just pray the same thing, that that we encourage people mm. to make that first step. The first thing that they try may not even be the thing that you would like them to do, but mm. perhaps they can just just make a little start. Mm. So just help help confidence and positivity to override all those negative things that we tell ourselves in our head help it to override the the i can't i won't all, all of those sort of things that we that we tell ourselves but i but i'm not that person i couldn't do this i couldn't do that lord if they're feeling a nudge from you then the reality is they could do it so so just help Help anyone listening to this to tamp down on their fear and to just lean into you and your word Mm. and your guidance Mm. for their lives. Amen. Amen,
1: amen. amen. Thank you, Leanne. And uh, by the way, if you're somebody who, you know, you're a part of Metro, you go in this month where we're celebrating the volunteers, you might go, okay, I'm going to respond to that. I'm going to trust. I'm going to do good. Contact us, info at metrochurch.org.au. Uh, Pastor Bruce Grant, who leads the whole area of our serving, Bruce, B-R-U-C-E, at metrochurch.org.au. And we'd love to hear from you and help you on the journey. It'd be a wonderful thing for sure. But I know that for some of you as well, you will be in the place where you go, Jeff, I'm not, uh, I'm not even sure I'm really a Christian. Or maybe you say, I definitely know I'm not. But I would like to encounter God. I spoke to a young man recently who said to me, I'm looking for God. I want more than just a church or a framework of belief. I actually, I'm looking for God. And I think every human being at some point or other, if they peel back some of the layers, that will be there underneath because we're all created for God. Uh, The Bible says that in the book of Genesis. It says, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And the reason God did that was not because he wanted to watch us or he wanted to direct us. It's because he wanted to walk with us. It says that he came down the cool of the uh, evening and walked and talked with Adam. And you just go, what a wonderful picture that is of how God wants to do life. You know, the nudging of the Holy Spirit that Leanne experienced is God walking with you. I do not know what price you could put on that kind of a relationship with Almighty God that God becomes close to you. God becomes someone you can lean on and trust. It's a beautiful thing. And here at Metro, it's so easy to begin that journey if you will say yes to Christ. As simple as that. It comes a bit out of that verse in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20 where Jesus said, I stand at the door and I knock. You know, some people came to our home last night for dinner and the doorbell goes and you know, apart from the dog pricking up her ears, you know, it's a okay, yes, they're here. And so we go and we open the door to our guests and to bring them in. And if you would like to open the door of your heart and say yes to Jesus, Lord, I want you to come into my life. I want you to become someone I can have conversation with and walk with, then we would love you to do that. I'll pray with you in a minute. And then if you text YES, just those three letters, Y-E-S, through to the number on your screen now, 0488-826-392. If you'd rather get our help via email, then you go to yes.metrochurch.org.au. Just give us that YES. uh, And we will then send you some help. What I mean by that is we'll send you a Bible verse every day for 30 days. uh, And we'll send you a prayer along with that scripture they're different every day by the way and the prayer will be something applicable to that verse and that'll help you know what god's saying to you and then help you begin a conversation with god and uh, we'd love to do that no charge no cost no agendas other than we want to help you on the greatest journey of your life so if you want to say yes to jesus uh, before you text in that yes let me pray with you father thank you for every single person You love them all. There is not one that is uh, away from you so far that you're oblivious to them. There isn't one that you have decided against. Lord, you are for them and you want to walk with them. I pray, God, for every single one of those people, no matter how flawed they may feel they are or how deeply disappointed they are with life, you have a plan for them. And I pray, Lord Jesus, for those people right now. Would you speak to them, Holy Spirit? Would you let them know that this is for them and that their yes will become the turning point in their life? Thank you for it today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So text your yes in. We'd love to hear from you. We'll start praying for you. And the very next day after you do that, we will send to you that Bible verse and that prayer. It fits on one screen of the smartphone. We're not talking about a massive amount of reading here. It's a prompt, it's to help you. You can pray other prayers, of course, but this is just to help you get started. One of the other things that we always love to do and love to celebrate is people's giving. And though this is online, it's no different. So many people give online and it's a part of our life, part of just being generous, really in our whole approach to life. God has been generous to us and so we want to be generous to him and to his purpose. I can think of no better place to invest my finance than in the kingdom of God. And uh, it's been our joy, Rhonda and mine, over every single year of this church's life to be able to invest in the kingdom of God. We feel the richer for it. So again, would you let me pray with those of you that are giving as a part of your walk with God. Father, thank you for the opportunity we have to make a difference. So many people are going to be blessed. They're going to be helped. They're going to be strengthened. They're going to be uh, just helped in their walk with you because somebody gave Somebody said, I'm going to pull my finance into that. We put you first in it. We thank you for it. So I pray your blessing upon every home, upon every life, and every giver. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, just before we go, uh, firstly, you're always welcome here at Metro, by the way. Sunday mornings at 9.30, and there's a variety of different ways we gather together in the PMs, sometimes in the building, often online. We would love you to be a part of that. Don't feel like a stranger, don't feel like, well, I'd have to know some you know, key things to be able to come and fit in. As Leanne said, just come. There'll be a lot of friendly people here wanting to help you and encourage you. Do keep in mind as well that our great Easter convention uh, begins Good Friday night. Uh, Vicky Simpson again is our keynote speaker for that, and uh, David Schaefer, who was with us last year, and capping it all off, uh, Pastor Joseph, yep, we are a wonderful man of God. You're going to be blessed by that. Love you to be a part of that. Uh, that's our Easter convention. The theme of it is launch into the deep. And that's what we intend to do. It's a wonderful time of just allowing the Holy Spirit to really impact people's lives. So, hey, it's been great to be with you. Thank you, Leanne, for sharing some of your life with us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again sometime soon. God bless